Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. The very best systems I have found in psychology rely heavily on models where they use a diagram to show how their models work. And the most successful ones that I can think of are written by Stephen Covey and Tony Robbins. Stephen Covey has the international best-selling book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you haven't read, read it yet, make sure you do because it applies today as much as when it was written ages ago and its lessons are universal in the sense that it applies to both relationships and work and any activity you're doing. So let's dig right into it. It's all about moving from dependence onto interdependence. We start with mastering ourselves with the private victory. And there are three aspects that we look at. And that's number one, being proactive. Number two, beginning with the end in mind. And number three, putting first things first. So this would look like in a practical situation at work. Say you started a new job. Instead of being in a reactive state, being told what to do, then you look for ways in which you can add value to the situation. Or beginning with the end in mind. Instead of just mindlessly doing the task, you think about what the goal is and that way it'll make it so that your tasks are more structured and it will get you to the goal either more quickly or more efficiently. And finally, putting first things first. Obviously, this means that you have to do the stuff that's important first. Don't get sucked into the distractions. Focus on what's important and everything else will start to come together. Once you reach this state, you move on to independence. And from independence, you can move forward towards the goal of interdependence. In the next stage, we look at the public victories where we think win-win, where we also try to understand before we are understood. And we look at synergizing. This translates again in the workplace. If you're working with somebody Instead of saying what your wants are, then you simply look for what they want and try and give it to them and then show how it can be mutually beneficial if they give you what you want as well. By seeking to understand what they want before you're understood, it means that communication will be so much more clearer and there just won't be those mistakes and judgments. And finally, in synergizing, that's a classic one plus because when you have two people working towards one goal, often there's extra components that are built up. And from this, you can do so much more. An example of this might be a project. Perhaps you're working with someone to work on a project that would take three hours. Now, if you break it up, you could probably do it in half the time and then utilize the other half of the time to do even more things. So this is what the synergizing is all about. And the final Number seven habit is about sharpening the saw, which is going through the process and making sure that you're refining it at all times. 
Now, this is simply just taken from the contents page of the book. I've read the book many times. I think it's an amazing book and a great investment of your time to read, so make sure you check it out. The way it is diagrammatically represented makes it so memorable, and you can just close your eyes after reading the book once and recall it quite easily as I have. Now, the next one is from Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins has a way huge, vast, so much literature out there, it's ridiculous. But one thing that he's particularly known for is the six human needs. In the six human needs, he looks at what motivates people to do things. And it seems like we're all motivated by these human needs. They are also broken down in a diagrammatic way, which is the personality needs of four of them and the spiritual needs of the other two. The personality needs are actually opposites. So you need certainty and variety. You need significance and love and connection. And then spiritual needs are also similar in the sense that you need growth and contribution. So by understanding that we need each of these needs, then we can start to learn what is the basis for addiction, what is the basis for motivations, and what's the basis for our human experiences. And these can be met in both positive and negative situations. So say, for example, the need for significance. You can easily feel more significant about yourself by putting someone else down or by gossiping about them. In doing this, it makes you feel better than the other person. Obviously, this is not the best way to utilize it. But if you compare it to something in a positive mindset, you could have significance also by having a leadership role or helping someone out or maybe just achieving a degree of mastery in a hobby that you're doing. In doing this, then you can then go on and help other people and people can see you as being significant. Again, it's not in a manipulative way. It's just simply part of the human experience. So I would absolutely recommend that you check out Tony Robbins and his works. Now, finally, I thought I'd bring it all together by putting my view of diagrammatic systems on the Personal Upgrade podcast. Now, if you've listened to the podcast or read the book, you know that there's a diagrammatic model that we use, and that looks at the way which we come into this world, and it takes care of everything. The way I formulated it was that if you have only four or five things to focus on, then you'll be able to do it effectively. And what that means is that your conscious mind can only process so many things at one point in time. So there's many systems with just dozens and dozens of bits and pieces of information that you have to always refer to, or there are some overly simplified systems. Now these all have their pros and cons, but if you break it down and you notice that both the seven habits and both the six human needs are around six or seven pieces of information, you can start to see the trends. Consciously, we can only take in six to nine pieces of information at one time. So it's imperative that we use our conscious attention to take in just the, just the bits that are pertinent and just to ignore the rest of the things while we're present in the moment. So the diagrammatic alliteration for the alpha dude system is basically looking at the alpha and the dude component. 
Using mathematical personal growth, we look at alpha as in adding on positive aspects and the dude where we subtract the negative problems in our lives. The alpha upgrades are essentially broken down into four parts. That's the alliteration of the attitude, the aptitude, the altitude, and the amplitude. And if you've heard this podcast for some time, you know exactly what that translates into. And then we have the mirror, and that is noticing how other people work. And they also bring these four components, either consciously or unconsciously, to the table. And once you realize that, once you realize that we're all put together this way, and people are either unconsciously or consciously taking advantage of their neurology, then you can start to see where they are. Then you can see that you're no longer controlled by that person who's nasty. They're actually being controlled by what's going on inside their mind. And once they do take conscious control, most of the time they realize, hey, I've actually been a little bit mean in this interaction. And finding this out, they can then move forward and do things in a more positive way. So those are the three diagrammatic models that I wanted to mention. I think if you look them up online and see them, if it's in your face, you'll remember it. So have a look at it and I'll speak to you soon. It's quite fortuitous that this episode was based around Tony Robbins in part because that's exactly where I am while recording this episode today. That's right, I'm meeting up with Tony Robbins at one of his seminars for the first time in my life. I've read most of his books and I think he's an amazing influence. So when I'll be on next week, I'll be here to discuss the seminar, what the key takeaways were and how you can translate that to your life. If you're going to the seminar, hope I see you there. Otherwise, I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.